I think there's a lot of things in life that sometimes we think should not be there. Everything is meant to be there. Yeah. But the big, the loudest voice should be the voice of God and you in conversation yeah. around yeah. what are we doing now. Yeah. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Wisdom and Wellness Podcast. I'm Pumila Dwaba, the founder and your host. Our goal is to build deep connections with my guests and audience through powerful and meaningful conversations. Be inspired as we learn and grow together. Hey guys, welcome to our first episode of the Wisdom and Wellness Podcast Season 2. I'm so excited and more than anything, I'm excited for our guest today. She's someone really, really special that I met recently and our interaction was insane. I had to get her on my seat. So today's guest is Nomdenim Daki. You probably know her as the founder of Agenda Woman. But before that, she comes from KZN, Guazulu Natal, in a small town called Newcastle. She came to Johannesburg to come and come complete her studies in marketing at the University of Johannesburg. She's had quite a journey in entrepreneurship and she's had quite a few projects and some of them include um, a DJing school for females, how innovative, and this was called Fuse Academy. Then she later on started Edits Communications where she was a brand manager and she was liaising with different brands and now recently she is busy with Agenda Woman. And in case you don't know, Agenda Woman is an online platform that aims to bring women who are like-minded to come connect. This is through their online platform and events that are face-to-face. They also create content that is good for the everyday modern working woman. This content brings the harmony between your wellness as well as your work life. So guys, introducing my guest for today, Nomdeni. Uh, we're actually already in the middle of our, con- our conversation, but today I'm joined by Unum Deni. She is the founder of Agenda Woman, and you've done incredible things. I think you also sit on a board. Yes, yes. I do sit you on sit a board. You sit on a board, you host incredible events, and you've also got a, 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 a good um, history in marketing. You've done incredible things with some of the biggest brands, such as Unilever. Um, look, I was reading your bio, and I was just like, okay, this woman has Did worked. I it? No, I found it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I found it. What version did you find? I found. Is is it accurate? I don't know. I mean, yes, I've done a lot of work. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had sent it, but this is it's it's nice because you know I recently had an opportunity to speak to someone that I needed help from, and I pride myself in my deck or my presentation of my business. So I always pull it out, and I'm like. That's my thing. That's my moment. I present myself, and he literally shut my laptop and said, "Tell me about your business." So I actually like that you didn't read the version of my profile that I have, because then it's going to be a conversation just based on what you've seen, what you understand and who I am. And I'll clarify where I need to clarify. But um, yeah, that's who you are. That's who I am. Okay. I've got questions for you. Sure. First one. What was the (laughs) first thing you did when you woke up this morning? Oh my gosh. Unfortunately, picked up my phone. Um, I think. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to be completely (laughs) honest. Literally, I woke up, I picked up, I was actually out at Saint yesterday. I left around like 11 because I was cold and my phone was dead because I have issues with my battery. Yeah. And also I was like, I have 10.30. I want to get to bed early and, you know. Is 11 o'clock early? I I generally sleep between like, (laughs) no, I generally sleep between like midnight and 1 a.m., um, it's so funny. I was listening to Jay Shetty explaining the different personas yeah. 
Um, I know there's an owl. I can't remember the other ones, but yeah. I'm basically I I and it's not intentional. Yeah. I sleep between twelve midnight or one a.m. and I'm at my peak at four p.m. That's my peak for the 4 day. Four p.m. Yeah, like Tambama. Yes, when we're just like yes. drained. Okay, That's so the first thing in the morning clears. you touched you touched your phone. I did. I and picked did up what? my phone. Instagram. I charged it because I actually okay. switched it off when okay. I slept. I, I it was off when I slept, so it was kind of charged. But also, I think I fell asleep and it was somewhere in my okay. bed. Um, so you didn't and go I called scrolling. my friend. I called my friend. Okay, then that's good. Yes, I that, You my made friend. a good use of it. Okay, second it's question. Not always the case, but yes. Would you rather eat kale forever or be a gym bunny? Like do burpees forever? Burpees forever. Ah, absolutely. I love gym. <laughs> okay. I really love gym. I eat well. Okay. I could eat kale forever. Okay. Also, but I like the feeling of gym. Okay, agreed. And the <laughs> last one: What is something that nobody knows about you? Jeez. What does nobody know about me that I want them to know now? Yeah. That's what the question yeah, should pretty be. Much. Um, I love hip hop. When? I love oh, Drake. <laughs> what? I love Drake. Did like, you... don't say anything negative about Drake to me. Okay. I love Drake. Do you like just like the latest hip hop like what Drake or like you were like Lil Wayne? I don't think Eminem. necessarily I like hip hop, but I really like Drake. You know what I love about hip hop? You know what hip hop has always done for me, particularly mm. like Jay-Z, the, the guys whose stories we know. Yeah. Um, you know, when you listen to them like rap, is it a thing? Yeah. I feel like a, it's a it's an adult thing to say rap. I don't know if it's called rap anymore. <sighs> but when you hear yeah, them, they rap. It is rap. rap. I don't know. <laughs> um I always got such a, a punch. It, okay. it, it gets me like, I, I can get do this. everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. because, you know, they speak about their challenges yeah. and I feel like Drake does it in such an emotional way that I can connect. Sounds like a crush. Because I'm me. super, not at all. I'm not attracted <laughs> to him at all. Okay. Zero. But you can connect to how he I conveys. Really, yeah. And I think he does have a certain level of vulnerability that I think I have that yeah. I, I, you know, I used to struggle with it, but I'm kind of okay with it now. Um, I don't know if sometimes he listens to this music and think, why did I say that? Mm. You know, because he goes far sometimes. I, I, I can't comment because I don't listen to Oh my Drake. gosh, I need to I know to that like... song, you know, Kiki, do you love me? And it's so funny, I don't like the, the I don't like the commercial stuff. <laughs> you want the deep, deep I like stuff. the other songs where I'm just no, listening like, to him. I like Kiki. Talking I about do... his breakups. There's one called March 4th okay. where he talks about his relationship with his baby mama and the kid. Hectic. Yeah, like he talks about how there's a line where he says, it's so ironic how I used to judge my parents for not being together, sure. only for me to end up in so the same, same situation. You know what? It actually brings me to almost the start of our conversation because I, maybe other people do know it, but when Drake trends on Twitter, it's never for that. It's always, yes. okay, the new hot thing, but then now you mention this vulnerability. And it brings me to say that sometimes there's a perception, social media or I guess people, we can create a perception that allows us to think a person is only one-sided. Absolutely. And when I was sitting with you, I said to you, oh, I thought a gender woman is this thing that's been running for like 10, 10 years. million years. Yeah, like you've got it together yeah. and I'm coming for a reference and you're like, uh, sis, like this thing just kind of just started like during lockdown, that's when it became official. Absolutely. You know, I think for, uh, for us to be able to digest people, yeah. for lack of a better word, we always want to see them through the spectrum of what is 
palatable for us. Mm. It's very difficult for, for us to accept people holistically with their mistakes. That's true. It's like immediately when someone is thrown in the, the spotlight and they're a celebrity, um, suddenly it's like we have this expectation that they won't make mistakes. Yeah. And big mistakes yeah. at that. So it sometimes makes it difficult for people in the spot in, in, in the public um, to just be, you know. And and it's a societal thing. It's not a people thing. I it's not so them. Too. Yeah, it's, it's not us them. as yeah. a society. We can't, we can't accept that. We can't accept like that they said. will make mistakes and yeah. big mistakes. Yeah. So um, I think definitely when maybe people think about a gender woman, and I'm also conscious of the fact that maybe I will undermine it because I have the big vision. Maybe it is exactly what you see it to mm. be, but um, but I mean I I'm just thinking in terms it. of timelines. Um, of course, in, terms in 2019, of- 2020, that's when you decided let's do something. Whereas my perspective was, you've been doing this. This looks like it's been happening. You've got your ducks in a row until I sit down and I have a conversation with you, and and I think that's the beauty of conversation because then I get to say. Oh, me too. Yeah. You too go yeah. through that. You too have these feelings. But here's the thing. I think the reason that it might look like that is because, yes, it might be registered in 2020. Yes, it might be a gender woman in 2020, but it is everything that I have done since yeah. 2009. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like when I talk to you about the things that I do, for you, it's just like, what? But it's 2009. Yeah. That's the beginning of what you see today. Yeah. You know, it might have not been called that, but everything I do today, I've been doing since 2009. It just is sitting under a different banner. And maybe that's the reason that, you know, I can put together an event in a month and it looks to someone like I took six months. Yeah. You know, I did a, a, a food and wine event at Oku. Literally, I did that in three weeks. Sure. L- literally getting partners on board, everything. I, I did that in like three weeks. And, um, it, it, it's 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 actually a very important thing to to highlight even when we engage with professionals mm. that you're not paying for the thing that they're doing today you're paying for Yay. their ability to do it quickly sure. and do it well sure because from a skills point of view there are certain things that you have done for longer than me yeah so when you get paid for those things you're getting paid for all the time yeah, you spent time. My 10, in making hours, it yeah in the t- ten thousand hours so i i can say that you know agenda woman is officially registered in 2020 but getting to 2020 started in 2009 sure i want to get into divorce yeah. um a topic i i don't think i've ever had a conversation i've never had on my platform no um but i think it's very important because for you um and we i have insight because we had a conversation and you said to me years before you left you already knew that this wasn't gonna work and you stayed for some time and i must mention it was not like physically abusive or anything i think for clarity no um and then one day you woke up and you decided that's it um three months time and i'm out and you really really stuck to that. Yeah. So, you know, I uh, was, I met my ex-husband when I was 19. We were at varsity together. Mm. Um, Had my first child at 21, my second at 24, got married Mm. at 24. And then we got separated when I was 31. Um, I I think I live, you know, there's a, there's a, I don't know if it was Oprah. I know shame poor Oprah gets mentioned all the time. Oh my gosh, might have been something I read somewhere. It is, it is her. There's a, a video I used to watch in 2017 every morning mm. in, the, in my darkest hour. Mm. Every morning I watched a video. It was 10 minutes, 10 seconds. Never sure. forget. I still watch it sometimes. And even when I hear it, you know, when you listen to certain things at a specific point in your life, I still feel that 
my gosh, like, where am I feeling, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, and um, she said something like, I am co-creating my life with the co-creator. Hmm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I've heard that. And I think my my life holistically has been grounded on that, yeah. you know? And not so much what society expects of me, but what God is leading me to, mm. right? Mm. And that's a difficult place when you are not affirmed in your relationship with God, not the church, but with yeah. God. Yes. Because the church is also created by men. Yes, absolutely. And there's something that's beyond that. Yes. And that's where you need to find yourself, especially when you are purpose-driven and purpose-led. 100%. So for me, even my divorce falls in that space. Sure. You know, um, my meeting with my ex-husband was divine in itself. And I, 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 I love I that you mentioned that. that. I love, yeah, it's yeah. important that you mentioned that. Uh, it, it was divine in itself. It was the year I lost my grandmother. And uh, lost, really, you know, she was the last person in my family that kind of anchored the family. Um, I lost a big chunk of my family. I grew up in a big house. I grew up in a 24-bedroom, 24-roomed house. I know. Like, there's always something like when I tell my story. 24 like rooms, 12-bedrooms, huh. 5 bathrooms. It was massive. My grandfather was an entrepreneur. Um, and I didn't understand that. I didn't understand my privilege when I was growing Sorry, up. Sorry, who are all these people living here? Is it, like, <laughs> siblings? Uh... It, my grandmother had eight kids. Okay. One passed on when... Um, still birth, I think. And then seven, you know, yeah. we're, we're kind of alive. The first one after the, the stillbirth was in 1990, which was my uncle who passed sure. on in a car accident. Mm. But in 99, my other uncle passed on. Um, I, I might, I don't think I'm mistaken, but I think he had HIV and, and then it progressed to AIDS. Mm. This was 99. Sure. I was 15 at the time. No idea what was happening. Beautiful, beautiful man who had, you know, comes from a wealthy family. Mm. We see them all the time in the North. You know, it was that type of life. And six months later, my other uncle died. And because we sure. were all stationed in the same house, wow. it, it was, was very lot. traumatic. Yeah. It was, and, and I still carry a lot of trauma around that. Yeah. And I, I'm still working uh, through it. 2000 and, uh, 1999, February, was uh, the first loss for me because I was old enough to understand it. Six months later, it was another one. Sure. Six months later, it was another one. And it's so ironic because the third one came to the, was at the funeral of the second one, said, I'm next. He said, I'm definitely next year. And he passed on in six months. After that, a year later, it was my grandfather. After that, it was uh, my grandmother. And then the last critical death was uh, my uh, mother's youngest sister, who was 10 years older than me, and I was very close to her. Sure. That was extremely traumatic in that it manifested in me physically, you know, mm. um, getting sick and all of that. But, you know, it, sure. I'm saying, I'm sharing this to say, when I look at my life, everything has been divinely orchestrated. So the year my grandmother died, God knew I needed an anchor mm. because my grandmother was everything. I lived for her. You know, everything that I thought she would appreciate, I did it. Sure. <laughs> you were that girl. I was that girl because mm. for so me, Lipuko. seeing her joyful yeah. was everything. Sure. So I met my ex-husband the year my grandmother died. Mm. It was very clear. Mm. God didn't need to tell me in words. I knew that that was what was happening. And because I didn't have home to go back to as well, mm. I was at Rez at the time. And June and December, you have to leave. Yeah. And I had nowhere to go. I ended up at, at, at his sister's home. So the bond that my ex-husband and I had was was necessary and very deep. For you and at the time. Absolutely. Yeah. And it 
the woman I am today, that era was also important mm. in how he showed up for me. I sometimes tell my kids, I'm like, can you imagine if your father just left me, you know? Because when I got my first kids, I was 21. Mm. And, you know, we had the relationship, we got married. And even the fact that I have those kids with him and the family structure that we have, everything, with like that, when I connect the divine. dots, makes sense. So anyway, 2016... Uh, 2009, I think, was the year for me where I started to recognize the challenges that we were having. But yeah. of course, in Kulisoko, yeah. I'm not trying to get divorced. That's yes. never the reason you get married. But I think around 2016, in a way that I can't even express, I just knew that, okay, I need to, I need to move on. I can't explain it. Yeah, I can't explain it because... Even uh, even at the time, we were, we were quite in a good place in trying to figure out what we were doing. But I knew it, it was time to 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 leave. Yeah. And I had no plan. I didn't have a, oh, and then after six months, I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a vision about what that all meant. But I knew that it was time to to progress to, to the next thing. And there's so many experiences that I've had post-divorce that are so important for the mm. work that I do. Mm. Couldn't sure. have. I was a goody two shoes when I was married. Sure. Because that's what happens when you get married young and your husband loves you and you have kids and you have the dogs and your picket fences. <laughs> you're just thinking everyone is a mess. Yeah. And your life, and your is, life perfect. is perfect. And perfect in the sense that you are received that way. Of course, you have problems in yes, your marriage, but, but you're received very differently so from true. other people. You that's know, so everyone true. is like, oh, they're getting it right. Ah, happy family. And I lived like that. Sure. I was the golden girl. Sure. I think that's why with us, we have our platform called Our Love Journey, um, mm. where we try to be honest in conversation that, yes, the pictures look like we've got it all together. But I think as we go into the conversations, people start saying, OK, life is full. It's not just a picture or it's not just perfect because, like you said, the puppies, the picket fence and stuff. There's things that are actually happening. Absolutely. And um, I think... You know, I remember I was just listening to Thick Leonce's conversation I had with the conversation I had with her at uh, the Agenda Women Summit in 2021 mm. around, um, you know, body autonomy. Yeah. So I was intentional in getting her as uh, a woman who's bigger and a, a, a lady who's also like model type. Yeah. You know, because I thought it was important to kind of uh, juxtapose the conversation yes, between yes. like the two. And, you know, she said something so powerful. She said, yes, I understand that everyone has challenges with their bodies, but we are societally... Um, sure. you know, pushed aside. Yeah. I can't get clothes at the shops, I, you know? So it's the same thing with being married and not being married. You have your problems as yeah. a married couple, but society receives you very differently sure. from a single woman. Mm. Like you, and I didn't know this and I realized it when I was like single. I was like, like you know, okay, manjing, people are not comfortable with me working with their husbands. I That's would another never, conversation. ever <laughs> yeah. have thought I would have problems like that because sure. I've built such a good reputation. I'm mm. good at my job. But now I'm like, even because now even the husbands have to be conscious. No, but I'm a single girl now, mm. you know, regardless of how society navigates, you know, uh, marital status and non-marital status, simple things like that, that you would never think about when yeah, you I've are. I've never thought of that. You know, yeah. the fact that you, what, what you say, how you're received in spaces, it's, it becomes very different. But now I can understand when a woman tells me that. Sure. Because my life has been full you've like lived, that. You've you lived. Know? Yeah. You said in that space of three months, you decided. You, you, firstly, you obviously had your marketing background mm. and you never had, had the need to be on social media. You had your company yes, going. Yes, And yes, yes. just to give um, context, um, you came to a point in your life where you were just like, I don't want to do this agency yeah. thing. And you were basically done. 
within that three months, you decide to do a 21 day challenge. 30 days. 30 day challenge. Yes, the 30 21 days. is the other one. Oh, 21 yes, is the other yes, one. The yes. 30 days challenge. Yes. Yeah. What did that, um, where did that come about? What was that establishing? Um, and also, and the reason I'm asking this is because um, with a platform like this, people think, a business idea will come and you'll have everything yeah. and you and just have the start. Plan but sometimes it's that little igniting feeling inside mm. that you just have to follow and will eventually lead you to where you're supposed to be. Okay, I hope I can remember everything that just went into, through my mind when you were speaking. Firstly, to contextualize what you're talking about. In 2016, when I did decide that, you know what, um, I will leave my, mari my marriage or marital home, um, I then said to my, my then ex-husband, um, who is a great father to his kids and a, and a great partner in me mm. raising two amazing kids now, um, because I didn't, I didn't have a plan. I said, okay, cool. You know what? Let's figure out in the next three months what we're going to do about yeah. the kids, yeah. right? Um, and in that three months, you know, we'll be in the same home and we'll just kind of navigate that. And at, around the same time, there's a lot of shedding that was happening. Mm. You know, it was not just my marriage. I was also, it, my friendships, some of my strongest friendships were, were just shedding. disintegrating and, yeah. and, and shedding. And um, also my work. My work was not fulfilling, you know? Yeah. And I think something I mentioned to you is there's a, a video I, I watch a lot of videos on YouTube Yeah, I watch a lot of videos <laughs> on YouTube there's a video of Jim Carrey talking about depression being and I don't want to minimize depression to this yes. but this is what landed to me because it is a clinical um, you know um, situation, situation yeah but there's something that landed for me in my experience of depression because I think I did mildly go through it mm. uh, maybe in a big way I don't know I haven't been diagnosed but you know he said depression is your body needing deep rest yeah I believe that. And just saying, I don't want to be this thing that mm, you want me to machine. be anymore. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. want to live up to the expectations. I don't want to be the machine. I don't. Yeah. And I think that's what was happening for to me. You. Yeah. you know, um, I was going into the space of this is so unfulfilling and I'm, I'm tired of being in this treadmill. Hmm. Like I'm just running, running, running. Yes, the money is 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 coming in, but I'm literally so integrated in the system that I don't even know who I am. There's no intentionality in what I'm doing. Mm. So during that period of all of that shedding, um, I thought to myself, I started kind of migrating to social media. And um, one of the things I decided to do was, you know what, let me just see what I can. I want to pay attention to the day. Literally, it started like that. I want yeah, to pay attention to the day. I want to be intentional, present. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't think I even knew the word the intentional word at the time. <laughs> because I lived in such a celebrity, different culture. Mm. There were certain areas that I really wasn't paying attention to. I was definitely not going to be listening to this podcast, I can tell you that much. Really? Absolutely not. Because when you live in that space, it is so... Ego driven. Yeah, secure your bag. So ego driven. Make your you money. are so focused on what's happening with you, sure. you know, and the things that matter to you. You hardly live that space in mentally and go into other spaces. Mm. And maybe this was also my experience, yeah. you know, yeah. because I am that like A type personality. I put everything in one basket and then I just move. So I then said, I'm going to look at the day and see. Maybe I'll come across a quote in a book. Maybe I'll come across a quote on Instagram. Maybe someone will say something to me. I just want to see what I can pick up in the day and share. Mm. So I started a hashtag called 30 Days of Awakening. And um, I saw so much traffic come onto my page. I was mm. like, oh, okay. You guys are not only interested in who's dating who. Yeah, like, Nang apa, yeah, you know, yeah. there's something <laughs> happening. And it gave me so much joy because I was raised like that. I was raised like, you know, to read books and to read quotes. I value quotes 
so much. Mm, mm. Quotes have really guided my life and, and, and like encouraged me in, in, in times when I didn't believe that something, and like when you bump into a quote and you're like, oh, okay. This makes so much this sense for my so, life. Yeah. And people must never undermine quotes yeah. and those pages that just have quotes only. Because yeah, yeah. also if you are doing that and you're feeling like, oh, is this enough? It is. Jump. It is definitely yeah, it saves enough. Lives. It saves lives. So mm. I did that, got a lot of traction, got like to the end of the 30 days and just felt like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do beyond this? And um, then I was like, ah, oh, let me just sit with some 20 girls and, <laughs> you know, let me just chat to girls. Because I've always been passionate about women. Yeah. It sounds like um, a cheesy statement, yeah. but it was a thing that it's I was not truth. even aware of, yeah. you yeah. know. But I just gravitated towards conversations with, with women and girls. So on the 1st of March 2016, and it's still on my page, I think I'll put it back on for this podcast. Yeah, please. <laughs> so people can find it. I did uh, a call to action and I was like, if you want to hang out with me, just drop me an email and 100 emails later and that's and the you beginning. are just asking for 20 i was just like yeah oh, we share girls. a story you know, <laughs> yeah 100 emails later then my strategic brain kicks in like, event you know? then i'm like ah this <laughs> is an nice. event what's the name <laughs> yeah what, how do we do it and and that's really been the journey that has gotten me to agenda woman and everything in between that was happening in my personal life that kind of affirmed and was the personal insights around yeah. what women were looking for until I found an actual insight that was done by research that then anchored the work that we do. Sure. That's so interesting. So based, do you feel like that, that space of your life basically started everything that, that those 21 days, do you think they're the reason that agenda woman is? Because like you said, you are in such a celebrity culture that none of those things happen. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I mean, your work, agenda woman is based on bringing work and wellness together. Yes. Yes. Um, because also that period of deep rest made me understand the importance of wellness. Love that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna call depression now. Yeah, deep that rest. period of deep rest and 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 being um and listening really amplified wellness for yeah. me. I'm not Team Five AM guys. I could care less if you wake up at three AM <laughs> or whatever. Stop bashing Team Five AM. I, I am not. And here's the thing: you remember the thing that we were talking about around different personalities. Yes. My peak is at four PM. Oh yes, someone yes, else's yes. peak is yeah, at twelve PM. Yeah, by four PM, I'm like done. You like, see, I'm at done. four PM, I'm closing deals. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Someone else closes deals at five AM. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. Because sometimes these narratives make people feel inadequate. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love. You're not inadequate if yes. you're not waking up at five AM. Yes. I wake up sometimes at ten AM. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Any day, if my body says we need to rest. <laughs> yeah, that's that what we is the gift of yeah. the work that I do. Yeah. It's the freedom. Doesn't your back ache by like seven o'clock if I'm still bed, my body just like, if oh, my what body are you doing? says we are resting, <laughs> I am resting. And then I'll probably be up till 1 a.m. or 3 a.m. Mm. Sometimes I'll wake up at 3 a.m. and mm. I'll like, well, be like, because I know myself. Yeah. I'm not trying to become what social media says I should be. Yeah. I listen to me. Yeah. And when my body says we're resting, I rest. Sure. And when my body says we're working, it could be 1 a.m., it could be 3 a.m., it could be 5 a.m. I could be 5 a.m. club for three months yeah. and then quit it. Yeah. But I think it's important to really build a relationship with ourselves where the biggest voice is the voice of God yeah. in conversation with you beyond the voice of anyone else. Everything else is opinion that can really help you at different stages in your life, but it's not fact. Sure. Do you feel like you've shed your ego or do you think it's like an ongoing process i think ego is important okay i think i would not be able to dream as big as i do if i did not have ego okay but i understand 
where ego comes in okay. and when it needs to be quiet. Now I'm in charge. Okay. Sometimes your ego drives you so much that your voice has no space mm. to say, sorry, mm. I'm still in charge. Mm. I think there's a lot of things in life that sometimes we think should not be there. Everything is meant to be there. Yeah. But the big, the loudest voice should be the voice of God and you in conversation yeah. around yeah. what are we doing now? Yeah. How do you define ego? I don't know if I've ever even think, thought about the definition of ego, but I, I think for me, it's it's the thing in you that makes you believe that you are the ish. <laughs> like no one can come close. Yeah. I'm about to kill all of them, you know? <laughs> and it's important. When yeah. I say I want a gender woman to be the biggest female event in Africa, yeah. that's ego. But, but and now, it's important. Is it not self-awareness because it's it's such a i've listened to a lot of people define ego and i'm still waiting for my own definition um if I've it's necessary it yeah i there's a whole lot of definition but then we need to differentiate between okay this is self-awareness because i really believe in language how we speak the self-awareness and then there's the ego so but what i do know for sure is that self-awareness doesn't make other people uncomfortable but mm. ego does so for me, or diminish. Maybe diminish is the word. You know self what awareness is? doesn't diminish others, but ego does diminish others. Listen, I could be self aware that I'm. I feel like I'm the hottest girl in in the world, or whatever it yeah. is. You know, and who's who can dispute that if yeah. that's what I believe? You know, yeah. I think life is very. It's it's about perspective. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think it's important to believe that you can be a Beyonce and beyond. Yeah. That's ego that's gonna drive that. Yeah. But the ego must never here's I think this might be the best definition. When you're on the road to success, mm -hmm. you need ego in the car. Okay. You but definitely ego do. never drives. Love that. When you're on the road to success, you need, you need ego. ego in the car. Ego needs to be your friend. But ego cannot drive. But ego can't drive. Ah! Because ego will make us crash. Yeah. Because ego is that friend that's just like, we are going. You know, Mabeti, the problem with the friendship is, yeah, ego, ego is that. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know? Yeah. It doesn't end with You ego. need ego. You need ego in the car when you're driving towards success. You need self-awareness as yeah. another person that's in the car where you say, okay, now I am aware enough of myself to recognize that ego is driving. You're out of the way. Yeah, you understand? yeah, yeah. Ego is important, but ego can't drive. I'll actually send um, a uh, podcast I listened to. Not this, I guess, is it a podcast? It's on Calm, the mm. app. I pay oh, for that I need, app. I need to get that app. I pay I'm for that app yearly. Insane. I think it's about 700 rands, but uh, that's the 700 rands I'm willing to sacrifice. Yeah. So um, Elizabeth Gilbert yeah, has uh, an audio, one-hour audio on imposter syndrome, mm. particularly as a creative. Yeah. And she makes an example about a car and someone who's driving. Mm. But I think she also saw it somewhere else. And I think that's why maybe that came up now when I had to define ego. It's important that ego is in the car or you won't be, you know, crazy about yeah. your dreams. Yeah. Um, that's your ego. You know, there's nothing that got created by mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's very intentional. Everything has its function. Yeah. Everything's intentional. And I, I love what you said about how everything started for you. You just decided to just pay attention. And mm -hmm. I think we love to make God or belief or faith this big, complicated thing. It's not. And for me, at the es at the core, the essence of God um, or, or of being is being present. Absolutely. Just paying 
full attention to what is happening in, 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 in every moment, in every day. Because I think ego, or rather when we're out of tune with our bodies or what's happening in our lives, is when we're always looking for the next. It's mm. either you're looking for the next or you're looking at what's behind. So mm. we never in, in the, the moment, moment enough to realize, oh, okay, whatever's happening now. Home. Yeah, this is what's supposed I to be happening. beautiful mm. family. I have support. This moment have, is important. This moment is big. This moment is big. This moment is big. For me, sitting here in this conversation, conversation is a big moment. It's a big moment. If I have to leave here, be in a car accident and die, and I never say God forbid because it's going to happen anyway yeah. at some point, I would have been happy that this is the last this thing I did. This is the moment, yeah. If and that's how we're supposed to live, I did, right? I am happy because I came here very intentional about wanting to be here. Yeah. And I try as much as I can to not be in things and spaces that I don't want to be in. Yeah. Because at any given point, I want my last memory to be memorable. Ulo, the song, the, the the author of A Return to Love. I just forgot her, her name now. And I think... Uh, Williamson? Marianne. Yeah. Marianne. 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 And she, 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 I think she tells it in, a, in, a, in, a, in one of her, her conversations um, or speaking engagements. And she said, I don't know what she was doing. Um, I'm paraphrasing. But someone said, was asking, what is my purpose? I want to know what my purpose is. Mm. Uh, you know, there's this obsession of what is my purpose? Mm. And then she said to this person, I'll tell you what your purpose is. Mm. Your purpose is to be right here right with me and having this conversation with me. Mm. Mm. Elizabeth Gilbert also speaks about purpose and passion in um, Super Soul, the, the tour yes, that Oprah yes, did. Yes, yes. And she said something so powerful that I always share with people who feel like, oh, I don't know my passion, I don't know this. And she said, follow the breadcrumbs. Mm. A lot of people mm. don't know their passion and purpose because they are afraid to actually follow what is interesting for them. Mm. And that voice that says, Oh, I like gardening. Mm. That's the voice that's leading you mm. to your passion. But you immediately shut it down because you're like, ah, agriculture is boring. Yeah. But there is something that God is leading you to. Yeah. Everyone has that echo in yeah. them that says, this oh, is this is interesting. Oh, that sculpture is interesting. Everyone has it. I actually want to expand on this conversation. And it was Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the, she's the author, author of Eat, Eat Love, Pray, Love. Pray. Eat Love, Pray. Eat, Pray, Love. Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> Eat, Pray, Love. Um, and she went back and she said, you know, because um, she used to also speak about purpose. And she, like what you say, that find your passion, find your purpose. Um, and I think in the most humble and honest way, until she did another engagement where someone wrote her letter and she said, you know, um, I'm like a 50, 60 year old woman and I just don't have the one thing. And she said, that's why she stopped telling people to follow their passions because mm. there are people who just don't have the one passion where it's, it's obvious to them. For example, I think I, I've always known that I love speaking. So mm. that for me has been clear. Mm. But there's people who have... Many different thing go things going on and there's no one stand out. And I'll bring this to as the founder of Agenda Woman who now speaks to wellness, work, purpose. What happens to, to that woman who mm. feels like, I don't know what I'm passionate about. Let I me tell you my don't story. Know what I'm passionate Let about. Let me tell you my story of, of following my breadcrumbs and I can tell you it in retrospect. Mm. When you meet me in a 20, when I'm 25, I'm definitely not talking about women. Okay. So am I supposed to suffer at that point and say, I don't know what my purpose is? I didn't know at 25 that I'd be talking about women at 38. Sure. But at 38, I'm very clear about the fact that this is where I'm supposed to be. At 25, I'm thinking, I want to build an Ogilvy. Mm. I want to employ 5,000 people. And I want to have all these brands that are our clients. So what I'm saying is, wherever you are now, mm. whatever strikes your interest. Because even at, at 25, I didn't just think Ogilvy. 
you know i was also thinking can i be steve stout because mm. i'm in the entertainment industry mm. everything was so ego driven i wondered whatever it is that i was doing must yeah, be big yeah. you know so i'm not saying find your one thing now follow what is calling you sure cuz it's going to lead you where god needs you to be follow what's calling you if it's 10 things at one time have a hobby do some at work this expectation that life is linear is the problem yeah follow what is calling you if yeah. marriage is calling you go there yeah i went there when marriage called yeah when i had my when i met my ex-husband i had no idea i, had, I didn't have the ambition to be an ogilvy mm. i had so many things that interested me mm. and i read up on all of them mm. and i was always curious I'm, I'm just generally a curious person i'm saying live I love that. I'm live. Saying live. Yeah. Live in what is calling you now. Yeah. It's going to guide you to the thing that you need to become. I find that a lot of people struggle with this because they are afraid of what is calling them. You know what's calling you, but we are Saba. I think I think also it's attachment to the outcome. And this is why I love Deepak Chopra, because he speaks so much about being detached. Yes. So in the process, and you, you wanted to talk so much about process, in the process of finding whatever it is you want to find, we need to let go of the attachment of what it wants, it, what it must look like. Because sometimes I think you're probably, you've probably found it or mm. you're probably in it, but it does not look like what you've attached it Let to. Let me show you how. My first business was a DJing school for girls. Mm-hmm. Ah, there we go. There's the little hints, the breadcrumbs. <laughs> but I'm in there like, we're going to just do things big. Sure. And then I leave that and I go and I study marketing consultancy. That mm. has nothing to do with women. Mm. God was taking me through all the things that I needed together to then do what I need to do. He had to show me woman mm. at the beginning. Mm. In itself, that was a hint. Yes. But I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. In actual fact, I wasn't even asking God what my purpose is. I didn't yeah. care. Yeah. I just wanted you to just make wanted a to lot make of money. money. And travel and I just wanted girl. to make a lot of money, you know. Yeah. And I really loved building brands. And working with Zintler, working with Oskido, working with all the celebrities that I've worked with yeah. fulfilled me. Yeah. Because I love building brands. Mm. I loved it. I loved winning. And then I moved from that and I'm in the a marketing consultancy. I move into that because I'm like, ah, no one is talking to brands yeah. here. You yeah. see, I'm not saying I want to know what my purpose is. I am following what What's is calling, calling me. The you know? I do that and I do that for a couple of years and ego is like skyrocketing. Unilever is calling me. Ah, Imagine. I'm going in. How much am I supposed to charge? Oh, this brand, I am responsible. You know? And I'm thinking when I was at uh, Varsity Marketing, I never could have believed that I would do what I... I just wanted to get employed. Mm. You, you see, just wanted a job. I yeah. just wanted a job. Yeah. But I kept following the thing. I remember even when we started the school, Nozintle, she came to me and she's like, I was thinking about, I've been thinking about this DJing school for girls. At the time, I was feeling so unfulfilled at my job. Mm. So I followed that. Someone could have said, how are you going to pay for your, and of course those things are valid questions. But the reason I am here today is because I kept following it, no matter how scary it was. And no matter how many bad decisions I made along the way. They were all necessary for what I can share today around how you can make better decisions or how someone can follow their path. But just follow. Just follow. It is scary mm. to be interested in agriculture when it's a boring thing yes. and all you want is to wear Chanel every day. You can't. Especially when you're young, you're just like, no, mm. I, wanna, I want a job that makes me look fancy. Follow the thing. If yeah. it's starting a small garden in your house, do that. Do that. Mark Nepo who's an amazing, amazing poet. I love the way he writes and speaks. Mm. He says, when you love gardening, 
you don't have to be a gardener. Just garden. Sure. You don't need the title. When you love singing, mm -hmm. you don't need to be Beyonce. Just sing. Just sing. Sometimes this attachment, attachment to what the big thing should be holds us back. Holds us back. Because I could have said, I haven't become an Ogilvy. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to fight until I'm an Ogilvy. And the only way you know when to let go is when you are living in your body and you're conscious. Yeah. When your body says, I need to rest, you listen. You listen and you rest. Cicely Tyson speaks a lot about that, Wuti. She, in, in her entire career, and I mean, she started acting when there were no black women on, on TV and she was a dark-skinned black woman. And there were not roles all the time. There still, still aren't many roles for black women. But she was able to say no to a role because her body, your body tells you that this is not it. And I think even for me, um, in the process of, um, I, took, I took a break, a very intentional break, um, where I just wanted to find out where's wisdom and wellness going, what's mm. happening. And there were these, you know, that big ogilvy, there's this big, big yes. thing. Um, and it's exciting and it's yes. fun. But then in those moments of stillness, you listen, you say, uh-uh. Not now. No. Mm. Or oh, my body does not agree. Like my being does not agree with going to that direction. So where are we going? Mm. What are we doing? How I'm so we glad you brought up wisdom and wellness because I think our stories are very similar. Yes, in, yes, in, yes. in that idea of you have a big vision, but yeah. you haven't seen it. Yeah, the conception phase of yeah. it. Yeah. Are we born? Are we, are guys we born? Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> and that's when your, your ability to listen in on your own conversation Leading, with God yeah. is going to be so crucial, Bumi, because... What you want to build is going to change so many times that you need to know. You're the only person who will know which this is not the direction yeah. now. This is because also every, everyone will come and give you yeah, advice based advice. on what they have seen. And that's when the importance of, I don't know. I mean, I've been saying this so many times, but it's just in my head and in my spirit that you need to eavesdrop in your own conversation with God mm. before you pick up social media to guide you, before you listen to this podcast to guide you. Have that, con and that's prayer, right? Yeah, it is prayer. It is prayer it is for prayer. people who are in the church. For other people who are not in the church, maybe it's meditation. Yeah. For other people, it's just sitting and, and, and listening being to, still. you know, being, <laughs> yeah, still. being still. It's so important. It's so important. It's so important. Our conversation, we, we, we met a few days before um, this episode came and I had this... I had a con I had an idea of how a conversation was gonna go and what I was gonna ask you and blah 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 blah. And I also had my big idea. Like your A type personality. Yeah, A type personality. Prepared. And I had this entire plan of how I'm gonna tell you and then I'm gonna say, Okay, so what are we doing next? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I got there and I had tears in my eyes the whole whole time and even now I don't, i'm sure you can see my eyes are and glossy. i'm not going there with you because uh, i'm I've also got, a crier you know what i've got tears in my eyes because i think your journey your truth and how vulnerable and honest you are speaks speaks to hearts it speaks it spoke to my heart and it made me it, it made me feel like like everything you live is so true because after leaving your presence i felt like i'm enough mm. What I thought in the beginning is enough. Mm. I don't need all these extra things. And you said, and you said one thing that stood out. You said, "I've got nothing to prove," yeah. and that made me question so many things. And I said, 
why am I putting myself under all this? Who am I proving these things to? And that those words still ring that mm. I've got nothing to prove. And life is such a dichotomy, right? Because I still move into the world with the expectation that I would love to produce excellence. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yes, yes, yes. That's the Absolutely. dichotomy, right? Absolutely. Because someone who's listening to this could say, ah, oh, then how do, how do I, then why am I? Am yeah, I, what, what am I even doing? And, and it all goes back to that stillness in understanding what peace looks like for you i got into sure. the world with the expectation that i want to do excellent 27 august please when you walk Expect, in there Jay, when you walk fireworks. in there fireworks <laughs> but there is never a day even as i work towards the 27th of august that i dishonor my peace mm. Mm. i don't dishonor myself mm. i i don't mm. When I have to go and have dinner with my kids, I go and have dinner with my kids. Because life is now. It's not the 27th of August. Sure. Life is today, yeah. now. Ha, huh, that's so good. Life how, is now. It's how, not the 27th of August. How did I show up in the most self-honoring manner today? Hmm. Because on the 27th of August, I'll still be honoring myself. Mm. But I don't have to dishonor myself today mm. in Lin order for the 27th for that of August day. to be excellent. Yeah. So... It's, it's a lot of words right now for someone who's listening, but this is lived experience that you can never quite quantify unless you're at that point yeah. when it needs to be part of the conversation that you're having with yourself. It's Women's Month. You speak a lot about your grandmother. What about your grandmother has influenced or informed the woman that you are? Oh, everything. And I'm so glad that I'm not getting teary because when she comes up, I definitely get teary. And I'm also practicing to not cry so much. <laughs> and I know I, there's nothing wrong with Girl. it. But uh, yeah, I cry a lot because, you know, I just cannot believe that this is how my life feels. Hmm. Like I just cannot believe that this is my life. Mm. Forget where I stay, what I do or who I do it with. Just the presence of me in yeah. me is yeah. such... A mind-boggling experience. I, I'm just like, wow, God, you did this, you know. Sure. So my grandmother was pivotal in 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 my value system. Mm. You know, my grandmother uh, is from a white city. Uh, got married to my grandfather, who's from Pretoria. Mm. They migrated to Newcastle in 1979, avoiding all the drama around apartheid mm. because they were business people and they often got attacked. You mm. know, their shops mm. were burnt and they were looking for a place where they could build their businesses. My grandfather had a standard two. And as we see, grade four. Grade four. Yeah, yeah. Standard two, standard grade, two grade four. four yeah. um, my grandmother was a nurse. So my grandmother was more educated by, than my grandfather. And they build this amazing empire of businesses. They owned a hotel. Uyazi, when you are black, when you are black, muscular, like the supermarket yeah, and the butchery. So, so they had like a lot of those. And um, I basically grew up in a home of entrepreneurs. Yeah. And even that, I couldn't connect it. Mangi's bag and I'm Sanji, you know. But clearly, it was a big influence in terms of how I saw my life. My grandmother was a dominant figure. Yabon. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. when I speak yeah. about her, I have to sit up. No, exactly. Um, she was a dominant figure. She was beautiful. Um, she taught me so much about, um, you know, societal values, which I think is important. Yes. Even as we disconstruct yes. these values yes. to understand how they exist in Where the now. Where they come from, yeah. Because I don't want to raise kids who don't know how to exist in the society as it is. And then they feel like outsiders. It's important sure. to understand how do we exist in society as it is 
whilst we are dismantling yeah. the values so that, that the next generation has a different life. So very pivotal in, in, in my values. I grew up in church. Um, and church came later for my grandmother. Mm. Church came after my grandmother's own reckoning, which I think when you come into your 30s, we all have, they call it the Jesus years. That's when he discovered he could do miracles. Okay. So, so I haven't started yet. At 31. <laughs> at 31, that's when um, a lot of things happen. And it's, I, I don't think it's particularly, you know, about the age. Yeah. It's the, it's the, it's, Era. You know, there's development of phases mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. Even when you raise kids, there's a book I'm going to share with you. It's called uh, Homecoming, okay. which was important in healing childhood wounds, mm. but also helps you and your parent to understand what the needs are during de- developmental stages of mm. a child. Mm. Um, and not just at the age, Yako, but even as teenagers. Because when you are me and you, and we have the self-awareness and the understanding of life, sometimes we don't have language for kids. Sure. And we can lose them thinking they need to understand something when they don't need to. Absolutely. They are just You're in right. their phase. You're right. And you need to know how to kind of exist with them Navigate in that space, that, yeah. but also come back to your space. So my grandmother was quite pivotal in, you know, helping me become the woman that I am, be grounded in values. I think she was always an important piece, I guess, in God's plan for me. Hmm. Because I think I often have this idea of me coming to earth and a celebration happening in heaven because they're just like, oh my gosh, she's going. <laughs> what? I didn't expect that. I always have this picture <laughs> of my soul coming to earth yeah. and the a celebration because of what I'm here to do. Sure. And that's how much I feel so connected to yeah. the work I do. Yeah. I'm ve- I feel like every time I wake up and there's a win, it's not just mine yeah, it's- and the people that I'm supposed to do it for. It's like there's a celebration in heaven, whatever heaven looks like for you. Mm. You know, I always, I, I just, I just love the relationship I have with God so much because it's so beautiful mm. and it's so real in my head mm. and it's so visual mm. that, um, you know, I think even before I came, she was chosen as my grandmother for what she needed to do for me Hmm. and my mother and my father who got me at 16 and 17 and did not know how to raise me were also chosen Hmm. for this part of my life in a weird way for this part like this era right now there's something that God revealed to me about them being chosen as my parents that was so important for where I am today sure now I love that you walk in so much so much intention that every single moment matters and parts of your life inform where you are and mm. nothing is nothing absolutely nothing is wasted and at some point it makes sense but you mm. need to be open to that you yeah need you need to be to brave that. yeah before we close what's happening on the 27th of august what can we expect who must can I come tell about our, our secrets for the 27th of okay, august tell us, tell us. <laughs> i'm so excited to have you on the yeah. 27th of oh, august oh yeah I'm so excited to have you on the 27th. You have no idea. It was one of those moments for me where it was another, you know, listening to God moment because I actually had asked someone to do that slot. Oh, hectic. Yeah. Someone who would be perceived to be bigger than you to do that slot. Send them a message on DM. They actually randomly started talking to me on DM. I sent that message. They said nothing. And by the way, I'm never offended because I believe that even for people who I call into the space, Mm -hmm. God has to prepare them for the space. Okay. God has to prepare them for the space. It's that story that we just spoke that about. That was for me, yeah. God has to prepare them. So when someone is is not excited, because my ego is not in this. Mm. When someone doesn't come or they're not excited, like I'm not offended. coming from my entire life. <laughs> I'm not offended. Yeah. Because this is a sacred space. 
A gender woman is a sacred space. God would only allow the people that need to be in the space. Mm. So when I reach out to someone and they say nothing or they forget or whatever, I'm like, okay, they are not the person for the space. So when we said, I wasn't even thinking about it until I got in the car and I was like, man, the first panel is a wellness fireside chat. I wanted Bumi for a digital creator conversation, but I think there's something about having the wellness conversation with her now. Maybe she does not have the answers, but I think it sets the tone for how people need to listen to her about wellness. Oh. You know, and in the way that, uh, you know, we're going to be doing it. It's not just that, because I always think God is not linear. I know God is not linear, but I always think of a a spider's web when I think about God's moves. Yeah. Right. So I know that this is just a conversation that I'm seeing as one thing. Yeah, But but I recognize how many other things start to move. Even the critical conversation that I also want to bring forth now is this idea of collaboration. Yes. We spoke about this. We spoke about this. And even I never walk into anything with the intention to collaborate with anyone because I think the sacredness in the work and the divine in, you know, assignments that we have that we should not really think about collaborating, but we should always ask God who needs to be, part, needs of to be part of it. So yeah. don't collaborate for the sake of proving yeah, that women can do it. Yes, collaborate yes. because God has said, this is the person for this part, for the season. Mm. So when I walked away, I thought, man, there's something magical that can happen here because my heart was open. Yeah, You know, because my heart... I felt safe when I spoke to you Um, and all the ideas I shared with you. I said, God, you've been sitting with this thing in my head. Why? (laughs) Why But I also have to accept that maybe God landed it in me and I haven't done it because I was meant to share it with you. Yeah. That's why I've delayed it. Yeah. That's why I haven't actioned it. Everything's intentional. Do you you know what I'm saying? So when that became clear to me, I had to send you that voice note and say, let's do it. I'm really, you know, it's the first conversation of the day and I'm always very intentional about that first one because it sets the tone for the day. But this is, this is it. This is the conversation. This is the first conversation we'll have on the 27th of August. You said it's called the Wisdom and Wellness? It is uh, the fire, the, the wellness fireside chat powered by Wisdom, wisdom and, and Wellness. Guys, powered <laughs> And I was intentional about the word powered by. Listen, because we give be that to big brands Yay. that give us financial value. Yay. But there is absolutely value that you're bringing into that space. You know what? Um, Branding-wise, you're amazing. You're excellent all the the outside branding stuff you've done a great job but the most important thing is that you actually love what a gender woman is yeah and very few brands events and things actually live what what they're creating you mm. know the the graphics all of that stuff is easy mm. you can write the quotes mm. all of that but not everybody loves that and in my interactions with you from the first time we met i've actually seen that this woman really cares about all women. I mean, we went to the Verve Clicko event and you introduced me to every person. You, th- you even said, go have fun. If I see someone, I'll call you so that I can introduce yeah. you. And really, that's also what wisdom and wellness is. It, it stands for. It's just it's 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 being secure in who you are, so secure that you want to see everybody else shine, yeah. everybody else come alive, everybody else thrive in what they've been called to do. It's being full and overflowing, and you can only get full when you take care of yourself. Yeah. And taking care of yourself is the wellness part, yeah. and the wisdom part is what overflows from that taking care of yourself. Absolutely. So 27th of August, guys, please come through. I will be doing the fire, the fireside chat. chat will be empowered. Yes. Will, will be powered by wisdom and wellness. And then you've got an entire day. It is on your social media. Absolutely. Uh, People can follow. Everyone can follow it at Gender Woman. Um, 
agenda women. Women. Ooh, English. Woman is one. one. <laughs> women is more. Yes. At Agenda Women, um, we are going to have fireside chats. The morning is all about wellness. The afternoon is about working smart. So yes. we are about living well and working smart. Yes. Um, and then we have uh, a pop-up market that we're going to have there. We have a happy hour, let me tell you. Okay. We're going to have a happy hour. <laughs> I'm trying to book a DJ that everyone loves to okay. be in the happy hour. Really excited about that. I have amazing guests who I really want to extract amazing germs from so that the women in the room are empowered. 250 women in the space. Yes. It is going to be like the the Goru City, the theme park, the yo, Disneyland yo, of all things okay, women. Guys. I just want to make it as exceptional as I can. Should we make start making our outfits and oh, have an please. outfit made? Excuse me. <laughs> you need to come correct. Yeah. Because the woman in this tribe, my gosh, when they walk in, I'm like, am I even yeah, decent? Like, exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, what did you see in me that made you think you should dress like that? Because yeah. I'm not, I love fashion, but I'm not, that's not my key narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I see people dressing up, like, I'm like, guys, ah, it's the right event, Amazing, amazing. Yeah. People come, like we have amazing brands like that are going to be part of it. Sun yeah. Lam is going to be doing the financial conversation with us. Estia Lode has an installation that they're going to be doing. Um, and we have more brands that, you know, we're kind of confirming that I can't speak about now because yeah. I always want to get the yes, yes you know, yes. and on contract. Sign on the dotted line. But yeah, one of our favorite bands is coming back. Yeah, I guess that's a sign when I say coming back. Yeah, and uh, they're bringing um, other brands from the family, which is sure. really really exciting and we so affirming. Know. Yeah, it so is affirming. affirming. It so is affirming. affirming, especially when you do such hard purpose yeah. work. It's nice yeah. to be, oh okay, you'll yeah, put your money. Yeah, the commercial people get the it as well. The commercial people get it as yeah. well. Okay, last words before we end our conversation. Jeez, thank you so much for having me. Um, thank you so much for reaching out to me. Thank you so much for being open. Yeah. You know, for being open, for being brave. Yeah. You know, um, I don't think it was a uh, mistake for us to meet. I'm really excited about the work that we're going to do. Um, I'm a resident now. Yeah. In all the podcasts, even our love journey. <laughs> and we are going. Oh, okay. yes. So, yeah, we are going. Yeah. Okay. I belong to this family now. And uh, thank you for the work that you do. Yeah. Thank you. It's so important um, for young girls, for people who are in similar journeys like, like you. And, um, yeah, man, I just I just wish you continued growth and happiness Thank and you. wealth. Thank you. And all the good things and good vibes. Thank you. I'm glad you said you, you're a resident now because there's so many things I wanted us to, like that we have to like get into, like that deserve their own episode. Yeah. Um, and we've basically just touched like that yeah, night. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm yeah. Here. Okay, so I've got my wall of wisdom. Um, it's almost like how we started out. And in my wall of wisdom, I need you to give me a quote or a verse that you live by. Um, at different times in my life, there's always a verse that emerges. And um, for the longest time in, in building Agenda Woman and in doing the work that I do, um, in always going back to God and remembering that this is his work, there is First Corinthians. I can't remember what the rest is. Yeah. But what no man ever heard or saw, mm -hmm. these are the plans that God has for me. What no man ever heard or saw. These are the plans. That I God think it goes something like that, but okay. we'll put it here. We'll find it, you know, <laughs> but it is about that. You know, it's about whenever I think this is it, God has more. Love it. Three books or podcasts that have 
changed your life? Podcasts I listen to, um, How I Built This by Guy Raz. Okay. Really love uh, listening to entrepreneurial stories. Um, there's so many things I listen to and, and read. And then, of course, I'm on YouTube a lot and I listen to a lot of T.D. Jake Simmons because okay. I think he's so gifted, yes. not only as a priest, but as a speaker, yeah. just holistically. Businessman even. As a businessman yeah. as well. Um, another app I, I really uh, indulge in is Calm. Yeah, you spoke about You know, Calm. there's a lot of content there. It's it's a beautiful, um, also blueprint for the kind of work that we want to do and yes. things that we want to build. Books that have really changed my life. 2017, Conversations with God. Conversations with God. Absolutely changed my life. Uh, book I go back to often, um, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. Ah. Oh. Absolutely. My favorite. All that. I don't know how many I've bought. I always. For how many people. Yes. 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 It is. It is. It's everything. everything. Yeah. It's everything at different phases of your life. And when I got into it, I was just like, what the hell is this guy talking about? (laughs) You know, I don't understand what he's saying. And as I grew deeper in my understanding of self, it just made sense. Um, And then the last book that also I remember was quite revolutionary is... um, a New Earth. A New Earth. By Ika Tolle. Ah, I, I, it's not my time for that book. I've picked it up, put it down, picked it up, mm. put it down. I, I just, a it's, New it, Earth yeah, by Ika Tolle. Gave me so much peace um, during that dark period of, of evolution. I read a lot of books. There's a lot of books that have been amazing, but these are the ones that come up now. Okay, last one. A wise woman once said. <clears throat> Be still. Okay. That's the first thing that came to mind, so I'm going to honor that. Be still. Be still. Everything is happening as it should. Be still. Everything is happening as it should. Absolutely. And that brings us to the end of our conversation. Thank you so much for... Thank you for having For coming. Me. This was like... I kept, I kept having to bring my tears back. I could um, see you and I was like, I'm not participating. Yeah, no. Oh. You're such, are you such I'm a special person. You're really such a special person. Um, you You... You've done, you do something to me and I, I don't have the words for it. But one day I'll sit down and say, remember, this, 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 this is how it was supposed to go. But then I spoke to you and I, I, I learned to trust myself. I learned mm. to listen to that inner voice. So I hope this podcast will be beneficial for everybody. And yeah. what I learned from you is that, you know what, be still. Mm. Everything is happening as it should Honor the process. Mm, trust, the process. trust the process. We say it so loosely, but yeah. really... Um, all you need to get through is today. Yeah. All you need to get through is today. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Today it might be bread, tomorrow it might be a burger. I mean. Listen. Listen. Just today. That's all you need to deal with. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I love you more.